0: You are, you are now tuning in to Refon Raza. Our aim is to glorify God through the edification of the saints. <laughs> Expect practical theology and a draw to be biblical. So if you ask us who we do this for.
1: Because this is for so
0: This is Reformed Raza. Gracias for tuning in. My name is Martin Velasquez, alongside my brothers. This is Justin Corona right here. Hey man, what up, everybody? This is Pastor Rick. And this is Reform Rasa. Don't forget to hit us up on reformraza.com now. Uh, You can still shoot us an email, at gmail.com. With any questions, comments, concerns, or rebukes, you can hit us up right there. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. We are on there. Uh, Shoot us a comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever wherever you're listening to. Subscribe and, you know, give give us that five stars. You know what I mean? Um, I just want to give a quick shout out, bro. We got um, some faithful listeners. I've always noticed this dude um, on Overcast, there's always been two faithful listeners. Yeah. So if you're listening on Overcast, gracias. And there's one person that I always listen to on Pocket Cast. So shout out to that brother slash sister, whoever it is. Shout out to that person, that faithful person listening on pocket cast and there's always someone listening on Podbean. so gracias for y- uh, your faithful uh, listening we truly truly appreciate that so shout out to you guys um so yeah so like how uh, you have heard me over and over again we've been meaning to get into this topic of the current situation of current events going down in the united states of america with the george floyd uh shooting and not shooting the killing and the murder because that's what it is it was a murder of 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 a black man caused riots everyone has seen the news you know so i i think is 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 dope that A little time went by before we did this episode not to jump the gun and you know talk about Mm -hmm. it right away let the let let um let it unveil itself and see how things played out how things played out and Mm -hmm. so um a lot of things have happened since then um a lot lot of things a lot of opinions a lot of discussions um so first of all i just want to say that um the discussion that we're gonna have here is between brothers and the lord Right, and that's a, the the beautiful thing that we can have a discussion on such a heavy topic within the church, within within brothers uh, in Christ, and we we are able to. Continue to love each other, uh, even if there might be or might not be uh, disagreements. Whatever the case may be, uh, we're one in Christ, and we can still continue to love each other and demonstrate that 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 Phileo's love, you know, that brotherly love uh, within the body. Amen. So, with
1: that being said, um, Justin, would you like to introduce our guests? Of course, man. And for this episode, it was only necessary that we bring on um, some some good brothers back on or i'm sorry for for one it's his first time so with us we do have jonathan gonzalez also known as aka john the presby yeah go say what up sir. what up (laughs) (laughs) aka uh, mr eats all the tacos aka puts a lot of sauce on his taco as well everything that he goes on to say yes a.k.a. John the Presby, a.k.a. Hmm. El Presbycano, a.k.a. (laughs) I Love Tacos, (laughs)
2: a.k.a. Chiquito Pero Picoso, a.k.a. The Only Brown Man in an all-white reformed church. How the heck did he get in there?
1: Through the grace of God, Christ He's alone. <laughs> I just love those intros on, on the podcast. And then, of course, we also have our brother, Lamont English, who was also on, on an episode with us before with the evangelism one. <laughs> so welcome, one. Lamont English, as well.
3: good everyone. good. Listen, I don't have an intro as good as John the so I'm not even going to try it, man. Do, uh, do you have any other okay, AKAs okay, as I, well? Say it again.
1: Do you have any other AKAs?
3: Man, uh a.k.a. Black Lightning, a.k.a. Hey. Chocolate
1: <laughs> Thunder, AKA, <laughs> <Little> <laughs> Bell, a.k.a. a.k.a. Harry Black Potter fan, Chappelle. a.k.a. Star Wars fan, hey, hey. AKA, hey,
3: a.k.a.
1: Little Dave Chappelle,
3: you know what I'm mean? hey. oh.
0: saying? <laughs> so as you can see, man, man, the relationship between us is dope. So I think that we can have these kind of discussions and still come out. Uh, loving each other in the lord amen mm-hmm. okay so first yep. of all before we jump right in uh, i just want to read a little something that you want to introduce uh, their their streaming or, or who they who they are the introduction oh yeah any plugs before we get into it you got you, got, you guys got any plugs you guys want to i
3: mean I, I got a youtube channel with some videos of uh, evangelism so Ant english one um yeah, I mean that's honestly that's about it, man. I, I try to keep it low key. Try to keep. It low
0: key. <laughs> and John, yeah. he is a co-host of For Christo Cultura. Yeah, yeah sh- man. Whoever listens to this, y'all should know about this dude right now. But go ahead and plug it in, bro. I am one
2: third of uh, the team. <laughs> at for Christo Cultura it is a little podcast that we have um, for. Uh, Christians and for Latinos We're unapologetically Christian Unapologetically Latino And unapologetically dope That's our that's our tag
0: right there hey, So of if you like good podcasts Like Reform Raza Come check us out that's Hey that, it's dope, dope, dope. So uh, before we get uh, jump into this discussion, I just want to read a little something from a book by uh, Robert Chao Romero. The book is called Brown Church. I just barely started reading this book, and it's about uh, the subtitle is Five Centuries of Latino Social Justice, Theology and Identity. So it's coming from a Chicano um, civil rights kind of background, but within the Christian faith. And he says something right here that I think we call, we can all agree on. And I just want to read this real quick, just as a foundation. Watch, check this out. In the introduction on page 12, it says this. Brown theologians throughout the centuries, and it names a few, um, ha, says have challenged this narrow and unbiblical view of the gospel. Talking about the gospel is just when you die, uh, you go to heaven or hell, and then that's it. You don't you don't really think about this earth. You know, so that's what he's talking about. Uh, have challenged this narrow and unbiblical view of the gospel and have proclaimed that Jesus came to save, redeem and transform every aspect of our lives and the world. His salvation extends over all of God's good creation, which uh, has become twisted and corrupted as a consequence of sin. This includes every distorted and broken Everything distorted and broken in our world, whether personal, familial, social, or global, nothing is left out. It includes our personal or emotional brokenness and dysfunctional family relationships, but also poverty, racism, slavery, human trafficking, oppression of immigrants, warf- warfare, lack of clean water, AIDS, gang violence, and lack of educational opportunity. So basically saying the gospel not only is a salvific... But it also extends through every aspect of this fallen world, whether it's uh, the topic that we're going to be touching on today, you know, um, immigration, AIDS, gang violence, everything social, everything dysfunctional within the family, uh, the gospel extends and motivates us to reach all aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good little uh, foundation to start upon, because that's basically uh, that what we're going to be talking about here today, you know, I mean, so this, with this whole George Floyd situation. Um the foundation of this is the gospel of Jesus Christ and how far do we take it? You know what I mean? Um, so first of all, um we'll start off with uh, uh Jonathan and then Lamont. Um just uh your overall thoughts on the George Floyd situation. So John, you can go first.
2: Okay. Um well, first of all, I I think I don't know if it's it, like even disputed. I mean, it's sure, I'm sure it is, but yeah, it, uh-huh. it, it, it was, it was, it was murder straight up. Uh, that officer murdered, uh, a fellow image bearer of God. Uh, and yeah, bro, we, we that is a, a horrendous thing that happened, a horrendous sin. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my thoughts right there, bro. It is murder. I don't, I don't know how else, you know, you feel, you feel anger, you feel sadness, you feel, um, all kinds of emotions, you know, when when we think about uh, the the taking of somebody's life. So that would be my first initial thoughts. That this whole thing, um, just just seeing a fellow image bearer of God lose his life um, unjustly, um, is, is, is heartbreaking for sure.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, my thing is, if people had just obeyed the law, none of that would have happened. You know what I mean? Oh. But I forgot he was obeying the law He was handcuffed with mm-hmm. four men mm-hmm. On his body So I guess even when black people Do obey the law They still are killed
0: mm-hmm. By
3: those who are sworn To protect and serve them mm-hmm. Just another day in America man Yeah man. Um, I mean what else to say Welcome to America
0: Yeah um, And th- it's, it's crazy how That was the universal response You know what I mean? Um, I think this was a breaking point and a a boiling point where people just had enough. You know what I mean? Like, we've been dealing with this for so many years now. Not even years. If you really look back, even in American history, we've been dealing with this since the foundation of the United States of America. You know what I mean? This is something that has been going on. And it's like, bro, you know? It it hurt me, bro. You know? It it hurt me. That's all I could say. You know what I mean? Um, What do you guys
1: well i think it's along the same the, the same thing too it's, it's a horrendous thing that we see and, and it's unfortunate but at the same time it's also um beneficial in a way that this was on video it's unfortunate the fact that this is being spread across um all media his the video of this man that that you know his last moments of living right it's very unfortunate that that is that is being out there but at the same time it's it's also a good thing because because of that there was a push to to go and 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 put these these four um, officers on trial and, and 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 it is also unfortunate that it had to take a video for that to happen. I mean, and at, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's just an ugly thing that we see, and it's something that that is common in America today.
0: Yeah, for me. Uh when i first saw that video it broke my heart honestly it did just seeing how could anybody do that to any person so it was mixed with with a broken heart and with anger and uh i just cannot believe that how could you do that you, knowing someone's recording you and looking at the camera and still doing that so i was mixed with a broken heart anger and i was like this is unjust this is this is not happening right now but i i, I was filled with a broken heart and anger yeah, man. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of mixed feelings. So that's why I wanted to bring yeah. both of you guys on because I, honestly, I'm not going to say in, that I have all the answers because I don't, you know what I mean? Um, I called yeah. you, Lamont, you know, because I needed some counsel, bro. I need some advice on how to deal with these situations, you know, and I thought Jonathan was a good fit just to bring the, that perspective because both of you guys are, I respect your guys' views. I've, I hear what you guys are talking about. So I think you guys can bring some uh, good information to the table. So. So how did we get here As a nation You know what I mean Like if you think about You know All the, the American history Um Man like Seems like This has been A common trend in, in, in America You know what I mean So I mean I don't know Lamar What, what do you guys say bro How did we get here As a nation
3: Yeah man 1619 Uh First slaves ride <clears throat> In uh Jamestown, i believe, Um Off the shores of Virginia And um I mean, unfortunately, this is kind of just what we've seen, which is the dehumanization of African Americans in this country. Um, it's funny, so so we had 246 years of slavery, and then we had reconstruction from around 1865, 66, around 1870, maybe 70, mid 70s, uh, early 80s. And then right after reconstruction is done, we have Jim Crow segregation for, you know, decades upon decades, and then in '68 we get the, you know, the, the, you know, the end, sort of the end of the civil rights movement. But unfortunately, America did not follow what God had called them to do. So God in Isaiah 1:16 says not only to stop oppression, but in verse 17 says to correct it. Um, there's such thing as punitive justice and restorative justice as well. And what we see is that they passed laws and they stopped that legal oppression to an extent, it's still there, but they never corrected the effects of hundreds of years of oppression of black America. So we still have so many issues. And one thing that Dr. King said in his The Other America speech in 67, he goes, if you do not give social justice and progress, if you want to see these riots, stop the answer to riots is social justice so um he goes hey, you know, if you want to see this stop then give justice social justice he goes but if you don't if you don't do what god basically is requiring you to do you're going to continue to see these riots you're going to continue to see these issues so dr king spoke very prophetically because i was 1967 it's 2020 And look what we're still dealing with today.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. So, you know, how do we get here? It started when the first Africans arrived in 1619, and it hasn't stopped. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, racism and discrimination, they've morphed. It hasn't gone away. It's simply
2: morphed and changed, and we still see that today.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, I, like, I, I, I would, I would totally affirm everything that Lamont just said. Like, you, you, you could, you could just see from like our, like our history of America uh, from the very beginning, bro. We, 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 this is this is the problem that that I have when people call like America like a Christian nation, right? Mm-hmm. Because this, I guess, this is what Lamont was saying. Like, we were supposed to do this, and why were we supposed to do this? Well, because. America was a Christian nation and we were supp- and we were we came here for religious freedom right we came here to worship god the way he, you know we we thought was, was that no no king was supposed to oppress us and show us how to worship god we're going to do it so when we come over and um and then and then don't do things that are kind of explicit bro like basic things this is like you know love your neighbor right love god number 1 and love neighbor okay this is just as basic as we get that is christianity mm-hmm. and if it and is if, if like when we not do that like there, there there's something wrong so that's why I, I i always say like i don't like calling america a christian nation mm-hmm. because because of that i mean there could there there was believers there and i'm not saying like you know everybody was damned and nobody really knew jesus but i'm saying like if we're calling America as in, like a, as a thing, like a Christian nation, I, I don't, think it was, bro. But, um, but just to add uh, to to what Lamont was saying, um, is that where did, we, how did this get here? And, and 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 I would take it back all the way to the beginning, bro. I would take it at Adam's Adam's fall. Mm. That's how we got here. Because because before this all, all happened, bro, how did this get here? How did sin enter into the world? And sin entered by Adam, and Adam sinned, and Adam's disobedience, bro. So we have to take it there. We have to take it there, and we have to put everybody on that level. That's why that nobody is safe from sin. No, 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 no. Good, quote unquote, good people like like police are portrayed, or or anybody, bro, is all dead in Adam, and total depravity is real, bro, and it mm. spreads and it infects and it affects everybody and everything so that's how we got here we got here because we're sinners bro and 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 we got here because of adam and his consequences and we being born in adam came um and and made corrupt things Mm -hmm. Uh, so so i I would would just you know start it off right there i think i think that's what i would say and then yeah obviously as it, it pertains to america how we got here is just like lamont perfectly explained
1: yeah I think even just looking at that question I, I even draw the same line as far as man I, I don't I don't think this question can exist because I believe that the nation has always been in a way this way it's uh-huh. just only recently it's been more behind the scenes whereas in the beginning it was more open in the way it's thinking and I don't know if you guys have seen the the, the push that's been going around as far as how policemen started as um slave patrols and even just recently i um earlier this morning i was listening to an episode between propaganda and another brother where they were talking about the history of policemen and the history of patrol um slave patrols and how policemen started off as slave patrols and this was like hundreds of years ago and even before slaves there is a patrolman who would um before slaves were brought over to america they would protect the white people from native americans from coming into their land and so and so even even going back as far as the birth of america the the nation here in in the u.s that we know it, it was always in in a way meant to 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 protect the white people in in a sense back then it was more open and today we see it more more subtle more behind the scenes but i mean as far as that i mean that that's that's where i find my thoughts when when i see this question as well and and so now moving to the next question i mean if anyone else has anything you guys want to say Mm -hmm. now now, i just
0: just clearly agree with lamont and jonathan that you guys said it right there on point
1: i agree with that Mm -hmm. and then the next question we have is does white privilege exist
0: So we're going to get it in with this one. So I know there's a lot of different views. I mean, yeah. um, one thing that I would like to say is that when it comes to this question, um, we need to be careful and not take um, political views like, you know, people like Ben Shapiro or Candace Owens and accept that as gospel. You know what i mean yeah uh because uh <laughs> Lamar, Lamar is getting his praise on right now <laughs> no because real because yeah, we we make yeah. the, the big mistake because i know these people um deny white privilege and um you know we can easily be influenced by a lot of things that we see on facebook or you know listen to these people and and take that as the christian worldview um when mm-hmm. the, none of them are christian um so um i'll share my thoughts but first i want to hear
1: uh jonathan and then we can go with lamont on this one well well, i was gonna say actually if if you guys would like to um before we even answer this question let's let's first um ground ourselves in terms so what is white privilege Mm -hmm. for those that may not understand that all
2: right that's exactly what I was I was gonna I was gonna tell you guys that, mm-hmm. that we should we should probably do that first and I think the point that you guys pointed out was was perfect because I think when it comes to this conversation the sad reality is that many people have politicized this whole conversation uh-huh. bro. that's the sad reality and that's what kicks me off like the most because when we're talking about these things we're either put in two categories whether we're where, where, yeah like what you were saying we're put in like a like, yeah, where we side with conservative Ben Shapiro type or like secular like total liberals that like you know I don't know bro like impose like call for like white guilt and everybody like white people have to just like bow down and mm-hmm. like you know you know what I mean <laughs> so yeah. we, we fall and, and because, because the media does portray it like there's two sides when we talk about this it's very politicized so I just want to say straight up like all of us like you you said this in the beginning of the episode like we're speaking as Christians okay Mm -hmm. like I am bro number one I can't even vote okay I can't even vote because I'm an immigrant and you know and that's why bro so so you know politics aside this is just what, what we see in the scriptures what, how we see the law and the gospel and and this is how we're coming in this conversation. So I think the best thing is to just define our terms yeah um, so yeah if anybody wants to, wants to start with that
1: Yeah so white privilege oh as far as what I have seen as, as I have looked it up and even so white privilege is is the fact that um, when we place whites, blacks, browns and any any person along in a line, Where they go through the same circumstances in life economic um um as far as even political any any other circumstances the whites will always be favored and they always be chosen first in a sense so i so as far as white privilege that's what that's how i see it that no matter the circumstance i mean if, if even the two people go through the same situations in life the white would be favored i mean do you would you guys agree with that as far as white privilege
2: Yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know. <laughs> Lamont. You, you can speak are gonna more because I think that term is like, yeah, is it, it, is very broad because it it, yeah. it, it does. It, what what you're saying it absolutely um, plays into it, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, because then not, like, white privilege. Like when you get to the conversations and you say like, okay, that's white privilege. Like it is. It is. Yes, definitely. Like a virtue of skin color. Number one, because you know. And it also, but it also is like a virtue of like social status and material advantages. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 all those three together in one. So it is yeah. the skin color, but but it is also a little bit more than that.
1: They have right? a step it, above.
2: It, it, it's like a, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: there is there's a social aspect to it, and you know, like a, a material. Uh, um, like, there's a lot of factors to it. So just because somebody is white doesn't automatically say, like, they have white privilege per se. But you could have, like, an old, like, old trailer park white dude that has never had nothing and is just, didn't even finish school and, like, I don't know, he's living on welfare too, you know? Mm-hmm. And just because he's his skin is white um, doesn't like you you can't categorize everybody in the same bucket you know so there is there is um some 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 play with with it so but but it is like trying to trying to um
0: so collectively say something yeah. about something. so uh, according to wikipedia white privilege or white skin privilege refers to societal privilege that benefits white People over non-white people in some societies, particularly if they are otherwise under the same social, political, or economic circumstance. See,
2: yeah. yep, yeah.
0: that's what Wikipedia says. So, Lamont, you've been you you have been quiet a little bit, bro. I'm um, worried. <laughs> no,
2: it no, no, no,
3: is I want to wait my turn, man. I want to wait my turn. Um, so white privilege. Basically, when you boil it down, white people are um. Uh, have a socio-economic, political uh, standing that is better than other ethnic groups because of this nation's history. So in other words, um, there is a reason why the average white family, there, there is a racial wealth gap. The average white household has a median household like annual salary that's way above you know, African-American households now. And that racial wealth gap exists because of things like um, because of slavery, for instance, right? Mm. So so here's the way I would explain it. Someone said, like, that's what Jonathan said. He goes, does every white person, does every white person, uh, you know, are they rich and wealthy because of white privilege? Well, no. So, but here's the difference with white privilege. A white person's life will never be hard because of their ethnicity. That's white privilege. Their life will, their ethnicity will never factor into their life being hard, as opposed to Native Americans, African Americans, uh, um, you know, Hispanic Americans. So, Latinos, Mm -hmm. Latinos, excuse me. So, um, you're looking out on that correction, bro. Uh, (laughs) so, 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 so that's, that's the difference right there, is that a white person's life will never be hard because of the their ethnicity, the color of their skin. So for instance, the way that I, me and my wife explain it and we talk about it, you know, my wife uh, was, her parents were able to buy a home because her grandparents gave them money. The reason why her grandparents had money because her great grandparents had money. They were able to pass down that dollar. Uh-huh. They were able to pass down the wealth. For communities of color, specifically for African-Americans, we never had the ability to pass down wealth because we worked 246 years for free. We were promised reparations, that was a lie. Actually, President Lincoln gave slave owners $300 per slave that they freed. So they received reparations, not African-Americans. Then we had reconstruction where we were doing well and then Jim Crow happened. Then we had our Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, over 300 Black-owned businesses. And then in 1921, it's burned to the ground by a racist, angry, white mob. Mm. Um, and then we had other things happen that kind of that kept us down, policies in place. You have um, redlining that stopped African-Americans from owning homes, which is the best and the, 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 the main way to build wealth is home ownership. The home ownership rate for black Americans today is still very low compared to our white counterparts. That all stems from white privilege, which says that, hey, and my wife, she she admits it. She goes, yeah, the reason why my family was able to pay for my college education Mm -hmm. is because of all that money that was passed down through generations in our family. Mm -hmm. Unlike black Americans, y'all didn't have that type of privilege to pass this stuff down to your descendants and your descendants generation by generation. So white privilege simply is that white Americans have a different social, economic, and political standing in America because of what's happened throughout history. So when we talk about white, does it exist? With all due respect to Candace Owens and to Ben Shapiro (laughs) who are all image bearers for God. Amen. To deny it, it's like, to me, denying that the sun exists. Uh And you know, they say it doesn't exist. Well, were white people getting lynched and whipped and raped and enslaved? Well, no, so that's a privilege white people have. Mm -hmm. That's some white privilege there. Why is there such a racial wealth gap? Well, it does go back to slavery. It goes back to non-reparations. It goes back to having different policies set against us. That is a privilege that you guys have that you never have to go through those, through those, uh, uh through these, these hordes in American history. So for me, just looking at, you know, not politicizing anything, but just simply looking at the facts of America, it's easy to see that there is such a thing as white privilege. Mm-hmm. So for me, just again, looking at it historically, I'm like, how can you not believe in it when you see That happened. Even the Minneapolis Police uh, Department, they just released a um, they just released, excuse me, a a study about two weeks ago that said that the police department are seven times more likely to use force against African-Americans than white Americans in that city. Mm. Sounds like a privilege. Yeah. 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 If I'm white, I got I'm less likely to get roughed up as if I'm African-American.
0: Yeah, so when we talk about white privilege That's exactly what I think about um, It's because When you look at someone You don't, like a white person You don't see them as a threat But when you add yeah. color into the mix All of a sudden we're a threat Watch exactly. Let me tell you a little story that happened to me um, Like Around the beginning of April uh, our, our My job got shut down When this whole COVID thing started And we went back in the beginning of April and I work on, on boats, I work in uh, right here in, in the harbor called Huntington Harbor. And I you know I work on boat repair maintenance. And so there's this gate in order to get from the dock itself in order to get back to, you know, I want my car to the parking lot. So there's this gate that you need a key to get through. And so uh, my partner who had the key had to leave early. So he took the key with him and I wasn't unable to open the gate. Because I need that gate to get out And to get in I didn't have it So I couldn't get out So I'm stuck right here After work Like how am I going to get off This dock right here You know what I mean Um, So me and my partner Both brown skinned um, I was like Well there's only one way To get out now We're going to have to You know Try to crawl around the fence Or jump the fence Big red flag As soon as we attempted Only attempted this 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 is a harbor You got mansions all over You got rich restaurants All over you see these two brown mexicans attempting to jump a fence all of a sudden i hear from the side hey what the hell are you guys doing this and that this dude starts yelling at us like if we're committing the most horrendous crime in the world and i was like whoa 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 okay let me sl- okay get off And you know we, we didn't even uh, we didn't even start we we're going to attempt to jump it so we were, we were really Jumping, the fence. We we're just about to. So I don't know if this guy was watching us from a distance, but you know, it was an older white man, and he starts screaming at the top of his lungs, "What the hell are you guys doing?" This and that. So I'm a little like shocked, like, "Whoa, whoa what did I do?" You know what I mean? So I was like, I, "I'm asking him, you know, hey, you know, who are you? You know, what's, what's your problem?" And I try to stay calm, bro. I, I always picture this situation in my head. Uh, it didn't play out like the I thought it was my head, right? <laughs> so I you know he gave me some some mad lip. So I was like, you know what? I told him straight, out, "Hey." I don't got to respond to you. You know, he's like, because I was like, who are you? He's like, I don't got to tell you who I am and this and that. And I was like, hey, you know what? I don't got to talk. You're talking to me like that. I ain't got to respond to you. You know, I, you're, you're nobody to me. I don't got to tell you what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Uh, so it turns out, long story short, that this guy was the the owner of the dock. Because he said, if I didn't want a, a, a fence on my docks, so I wouldn't put one there. And so I explained to him, hey, you know, after everything calmed down, hey, I work here. This is our, our boat slip right here. This is where we park. I'm just trying to get out because my partner took the key and I have nowhere no way out to get out. So he let us in, you know, and then this this has happened to me so many times, bro. The 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 reasoning that they give we've had a string of burglaries in the area. Hmm. Always, it has happened to me so many times when being pulled over in a white neighborhood, we've had a string of burglaries in in the area and we're just trying to be safe. I was like, no, you haven't. Ain't no one going to try to attempt to rob these mansions right here. Like, seriously. And ain't none of that happened in in white neighborhoods or anything like that. So the the only thing that I felt was this guy saw two brown Mexicans trying to jump a fence obviously we're up to no good you know obviously um um we're doing nothing wrong i mean ob- i mean obviously we're doing something wrong right according to them um we're 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 here like committing the most horrendous crime in the world that he has to come at us yelling at us and stuff right i mean i'm i'm not one to make assumptions i always tell people don't make assumptions um but i assume <laughs> that if these were two white guys trying to jump a fence he wouldn't gone ballistic like that. So when I when when we talk about white privilege, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Uh, p- white people, you know, with respect, you know, to my white brothers and sisters, I love them, love them dearly. I love you know all my brothers and sisters, no matter what color they are. Uh, but but if that was a white person, two white boys trying to jump a fence, hey, you know, what are you guys trying to do? You know, can you give me? Uh, can we give you a hand? Or it, w- it wouldn't be a threat. Two brown people trying to jump yeah. the fence Obviously we're up to no good When we talk about white yeah. privilege That's what I think about I'm up to no good because I'm brown yeah.
1: Yeah? yeah I think the yeah. sad part about that story too Is because I know Working for the company that you work for Is that you wear a uniform Where it says in big letters The name of the company I had my work shirt on And, and then on, I look like a worker And then on top of that You were that. leaving the harbor yeah. It's not like you were trying to hop To get into the harbor Exactly So you're leaving to a parking lot to leave mm-hmm. I mean
3: <laughs> no, man, I ain't listening, but we going
2: to share stories. I got stories, man.
3: Me
0: too. Um,
1: <laughs> I think we are, bro. Think it, hey. that,
0: That's the
2: thing. That's the thing. That, that, that's the thing. Guys. We yeah. all think we because of our,
3: our ethnic identities. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that takes me off also when people like us, like, that look like us, that act like they grew up with us, deny these things. And I'm like, how, bro, just living yeah. and experiencing
1: All right, all right. Welcome back. Sorry, we had a little difficulties, but this conversation does continue nonetheless. All right, so Jonathan, go ahead and kick us off again.
2: (laughs) Well, as I was saying before, like, I think, bro, we just got to be real. Like, everybody, every brown skinned person, dark skinned person, has experienced this one way or another. The thing about it now, maybe, is that we have a word for it. before I didn't know I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I I, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, but we have a word for it now. And, and like if you're real with yourself, like bro, you just look at your life and you know like that. Whether you you got a job, mm-hmm. um, you 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 didn't get a job, right? Because of because of something they gave your job to somebody else because you know he was white where you you got picked you didn't get picked for a certain thing like there's you could go down the list of things that could have happened to you and 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 because of your brown skin you weren't given opportunities or uh, you were at disadvantages for being who you are like you know
1: yeah hey hey, you know
2: that's that's all that's it
1: on on that same note when I was going to an, an an apprenticeship for construction we during in this program that we were going through we did um, we, we had to do a number of different things as far as fill, learning how to fill out resumes and things like that and as we did this we um, the school that we were attending they had other construction companies come to our school and we had to do like a type of mock interview where they would ask us questions. It's basically like an interview. So we go and inter- get interviewed by five different people from five different companies. And I and I remember this. This was, um, I believe, like four years ago. But I remember this conversation I had with one with one with this with this owner of this one company. And he was telling me he was like, you know what? Because of the way you look, and he was telling me this, like one, you're a good-looking guy. Two. Because you are on the lighter skin, that's what that's what he referred to it. You have more opportunity to get ahead in in this game in the construction field. He's like Damn. he's like take advantage of that. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. And, and I was let's like,
3: jump. Hey, hey. yeah, Justin, hold on, bro. As Pastor Rudy would say, let's jump this food.
1: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> hey, hey, that was that was back then before I even wow. heard of the term white privilege, and and you know this was four years ago. But I mean, I mean, as as this is more as this is more shared and and more conversations are coming about on this topic, I look back to that conversation that this man had with me. And I was like, this man was talking about white privilege because the man that was talking to me, he was he was an older white man and he owned this company and he was like, take advantage of it. Wow. He's like, you could get ahead in this game. And I was like, and, and in my head, I was like, okay, <laughs> like, I'm just doing this interview. Like, you don't need to tell me this. Just ask me my questions. Cause, cause the whole point was for us to do this interview and then, and then we get graded on it. But then, yeah. but then looking back as I like, do like, man, this guy was just sharing with me, like as far as what he thinks about white privilege in a way that, you know, take advantage of it, you know, and get ahead of other people. But I mean, I mean, looking back, I'm just like, man, like that because i mean if you didn't know i am a quarter um white or i guess you would say irish or, or whatever it is but nonetheless my physical appearance i i i am light skinned i am white right to to those that aren't white i look white but to those that are white i'm different because they because i have the feature that that represents me as as latino right and so i'm able to understand that to an extent And yeah, yeah, so 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 moving forward, man, as far as this whole um as as we're talking about this white privilege exists, I, I I do see it existing here in America and that has it has existed since the birth of America.
2: Yeah, and, and and I think even the word like if you got a problem with that terminology, that's fine. Like that that's not like a hill. I don't think it's a hill to die on if you don't agree with this because the, the liberals. This is a made like liberal invented word or whatever. Oh, but mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is what it represents and what it's talking about I and mean, what it's defining that exists, bro. Yeah. So if you don't want, you know, you want to skip around, oh, I'd rather use something else, then that's fine. <laughs> okay. but the concept that we're talking about. Is, yeah. is, is, is what you know what, what yep
3: yeah so um I mean uh, just one story no just one story for me man is uh, back in 2017 I used to work at Verizon Wireless before getting hired with uh, Mission to the World and uh, there's this white guy around my age was yelling at my manager my manager was a woman and you know the way I was brought up was yo if you a man you don't yell at a female mm-hmm. that's, that's just not what men do you know what I mean so we chopping it up. Uh, or I'm watching them two go at it. And she comes to me, and she's like, hey, Anthony, maybe he doesn't want to take my answer to his question, so maybe he'll hear it from you. So he turns to me. He's like, hey, man, thanks so much for helping me out. I keep telling yo, yo you know, this bee. And I'm like, yo, first of all, watch your mouth, bro. I'm like, homie, hey, chill out. I'm going to help you. But I need you, to, I need you to cut it out, dog. And he's like, well, man, this is what I asked her. And he goes on to asked me the same question and I gave him the same answer my manager did. And he's like, I don't accept them. I'm like, well, whether you accept it or not, it's the answer. My manager gave you the, uh, the, the, the you know, the answer. I gave you the answer. There ain't really nothing else I can tell you, man. Mm-hmm. So he goes, well, listen, that B. And I say, yo, I'm done, homie. You need to step. You need to get up out of your mess. And as an employee, we're not allowed to kick people out the store. That's the manager's job. But my manager was like, you heard what he said? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm like, I'm like, hey, you gotta go, bro. You keep calling, the, you know. I said, first of all, man, don't be yelling and calling no, no woman that word, man, in front—at least in, in front of me. So right before he gets ready, gets ready to leave, he turns towards the door and he turns towards me. He lowers his voice, looks me dead in my eyes, and goes, "Hold on, can I? How real can I keep it right now?"
1: Go ahead, oh, bro. Hang
3: all right, he, he, he looks at me. He looks at me. Why are you, you fucking nigger?
1: Oh, man. And, and
3: walks out and walked out so I was just like no you know what I mean so all that to say what is white privilege? White privilege is not having to be called a nigger or have a racial slur used against Uh you that has has 400 years of Uh dehumanizing demonic history tied to it white privilege is being a white husband and not having to ease your wife's fears that there might be possible lynchings Mm. in Palmdale and Victorville. Uh And having your wife say, hey, I don't feel comfortable with you going out alone, really. You need to be careful because two black men were just found in the past few days, dead, hanging from trees. And in this context, they faced the suicide, but the FBI is investigating. We don't know for sure, but given our racial history, given the racial unrest right now, you just don't know. Yeah. So, no. mm-hmm. so therefore, white privilege is not having to ease your wife's fears and say, hey, don't worry, I'm not going to, that's not going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. There is a real, there, there's a reality to this thing, man. So when people want to keep it intellectual, oh, the liberals say this, first of all, repent of your idolatry. Because if you say white, if I say white privilege and the first thing that you think of is that that's leftist, you thinking with a political mind uh, yeah. lens, not a Jesus lens. So you need yeah. to repent of your idolatry and stop being afraid of liberals. Number one, sometimes liberals get things right, too. It's called oh. common grace.
0: Uh-huh. They don't want to hear so that, bro. So you reform,
3: you reform, <laughs> that common grace means that because they made an Imago day, they're going to say things that are right, too. Stop tripping. Repent. Shut your mouth. Sit your butt in the chair And listen to black and brown folks As we educate you
0: on some stuff <laughs> So <laughs> what, what I'm about to say Will probably lead into the next question Which is kind of along the same lines But I think it's something we need to address mm-hmm. um, Back In the in the early 1900s When movies were barely starting In production um, that We know back in the time Where they had silent films and things like that The first movie that was really popular Was called The Birth of the Nation
3: Birth of a Nation, baby bro. Birth of a Nation
0: I saw that whole movie on YouTube the other day uh, Yeah,
3: buddy What you think of it, man? What you think bro, of it, homie?
0: Bro uh, Just just I, I saw it as a, a historical film oh, This yeah. was uh, em, Embodied The Mentality of America that's what it was. It was the embodiment of America. The whole movie is, is basically about, you know, the, the, when, when the, the, the black slaves, they got, they got freed. They had their liberties. Abraham Lincoln freed them. Um, and now the white people were up in arms because, oh, no. Um, we're going to have civil unrest because they already dehumanized these people as slavery. You know, I'm going to be real. According to their mentality, these animals are now free and white people are are at risk. Our young white women are going to be raped. They're going to be attacked. And the way that they portrayed black people in that movie was very disturbing to me personally because they portrayed them as these, you know, um, unintelligent, um, crazy people that can't get it together um, there was a scene when they were when they were in the courtroom and they were just you know having their feet on the table and the way that they were talking was very you know unintelligent and then and it wasn't even black people acting that was a birth of blackface also as white people painted as black people and they um, so in response to you know the danger that white people had, they formed this guy formed the KKK to as as a as a defense as a as a, as a hero of the story to protect Bro, people. I'm hey, hold, on, hold on, hold
3: on. Let's just keep it real. This was the first this was the Avengers in White America. You yeah. know what I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah, for real. So this was the first movie to go viral as you could say And it was used even I I think towards the 70s or even till today as a white uh, kkk uh, organization as a as a a basically a fundamental film to 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 see because that's basically the mission that the white people had in order to protect our people we need to form this organization the kkk because what we're doing is protecting our people and it was very disturbing to me bro because um I relate to that because i've definitely have uh had racism you know you know come at me you know what i mean uh so the the, i I say that to lead into this question is systemic or systematic systemic systemic racism real you know we talk about white privilege but now let's talk about as a system in america Does is, is systemic racism real Please.
2: absolutely bro <laughs> we, 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 I mean Lamar just brought up with his history of America yeah. he brought up systemic racism systemic systems it's that were actually system, created yeah, mm-hmm. pro, yeah pro, uh, created applaud and um, applied to people like there were systems created for black people black um, non-white people to be to 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 not to not get a house.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, to not get a house, to not get equal wages, to all of these things. There is laws in place, bro, that made these happen. Slavery. Come on, yeah. who, who's gonna who's gonna deny that? Like, who denies slavery? That's a systemic.
3: And hold on, hold on, let's keep it real. White folks believe in systemic evil too. Bring up the issue of abortion. And watch them like, oh, we need to vote against it. It's systemic. Oh, so hold on. What you telling me is that they're systemic evil, but you don't believe in systemic racism? Uh. And I thought total depravity was real because total depravity doesn't just affect individuals. Total depravity affects everything, everything. that we put our hands to. It's affecting mm-hmm. all of creation. Romans 8, 18 through 25, the whole creation is groaning. That includes the institutions and the governments of this world, which is why, what, is, what does Jesus do on the cross? He not just He doesn't just redeem us, but in Isaiah, it says that the government will be upon his shoulders. He also... One, the right to earn uh, to, to govern the whole world? The government mm, is uh, in that goes back to even Daniel Seven as well. Therefore, it shouldn't be a stretch to believe that there could be systemic racism still baked into this country. Now, people say, "Well, what policies are you talking about, Lamont? What are you talking <laughs> about?" Right? <laughs> that's where the questions come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the next question. Oh, but everything, everything's, everything's great. Everything's yep. But, but isn't it though? Because when you look at it, when you look at the case studies. If you get a black man and a white man who do the same crime the first time, Uh if they're first the same crime, statistically speaking, the black man will get the harsher harsher sentence. The white man will get the lighter sentence. Mm -hmm. How else are we talking about? There's also systemic racism within the police system. Now, is every police officer racist? Yeah. No. But is there an issue of bias, prejudice, and racism in the police department? 100%. The Department of Justice in 2015, I believe, released a few reports about Baltimore, Ferguson. Um, you also have, I mean, the Rodney King riots, right? In 92, Bro, the yeah. riots, right? So there's, this, there, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of evidence to show that, hey, there's still systemic racism. Minneapolis just said, hey, Why is that black men and black women are more likely to get roughed up by the police than their white counterparts? When especially there's more white people, let's be honest, there's more white on white crime that happens. Uh Why? Because there's more white Americans. It's funny that they don't bring up that though. They don't bring up the white on white crime. Uh So when the people say there's no systemic racism, well, also don't forget the education as well. That our schools, public schools, are funded by property taxes. When you and because of redlining, right? Mm-hmm. Because of this history of putting, of creating the ghettos, which is what happened, right? Uh, uh, black people move into an area, white people leave and flee to what becomes suburbs, and then black families are kept in these ghettos. And because of poverty, which is from systemic racism as well, the money that goes to the public schools isn't as good as it used to be. Yep. as white which means that education levels are down in the black community one reason is because of racism mm-hmm. and then we have over policing as well systemic racism mm-hmm. we home ownership which is systemic racism so this country racism is as American as apple pie it's mm-hmm. baked into its very core yeah and I love what Jamar Tisby says. Yeah. says Jesus needs to tear down America and build it up to make it a house for all peoples because yep. right now it's still primarily a house for white Americans I'm not. I mean, he's not saying anarchy or burn it down. What we're saying, though, is that we, what we're saying is that we need God, the Holy Spirit, to do a work that only He can do through the church and through good policies and laws to help reform America to make it what it claims to be—a yeah. land of liberty, justice, for
2: all—because it's not.
1: No, that's <laughs> dope.
2: Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White flight is real. <laughs> There's another one. Like, bro, like, like I was just reading something earlier today, like that, that, uh, bro, like there was, when, like, like Lamar was saying, like people were, were, you know, the ghettos were created and like, like black people started moving in. Like, what happened was in a lot of these cities, bro, is that they took all the wealth, not just the wealth, but even the school system, even the school name. Even the school name, so like, okay, say you went to um, Orange County High School, let's just say, you know, Mm -hmm, and for for centuries at Orange County High School, you know, they they have the best, you know, whatever, uh, football team and, you know, nothing but scholars come out of that school. But then all of a sudden that neighborhood starts like filling in with black people and then people start feeling like uncomfortable. So they start moving out. So imagine you going to that school and then like you, you see a whole bunch of white people leave you know, move to a different place, but not only move to a different place, but then take that name, Orange County High School with them and all the teachers with them and all the money that was raised for that with them. And then you're like, and then, okay, now we're going to call it Brownsville High School.
1: <laughs> bro.
2: And like, now there's no money there. Now the teachers that work there left, like, that, that's literally what happened, bro. Like, even with names, Names got changed With the people They move with the people uh, and, uh, and And it's interesting too Like I think we have a, a, a good A good Way of seeing things too Because That happens to us too As Latinos Like Like bro I was with Rudy like uh, It's probably been a while now But last year And um, We were walking We we're, were in Compton And Linwood In that area And bro Those neighborhoods are not predominantly black neighborhoods anymore. South Central, Watts, Compton—they're not, bro. bro. It's all Latinos. Yeah, it's all it's mostly, bro. Like it was—he—that's he, what Rudy told me. He's like, bro, who do you see walking up in the street? And I was like, yeah, bro, us. Like, like I, like I've never—I like haven't even seen a white person. Like I haven't seen a white person or a black person, and I've been here for like a while now, like walking. Like, so, and, you know, like, go ahead. No,
3: sorry. And just, let's keep it real. People say they don't believe in uh, uh, um, systemic racism, right? Here's an example of just racism on a, if you don't call it systemic, whatever. Racism on an American level. Mm-hmm. You should vote for me because I'll make America great again. We're going to build a wall. Mexico sins. It's worse. It's criminals. It's rapists. We will make a man segregate again. <laughs> Donald Trump. You think what happened? 81% of the church spoke for a man that just demonized an entire group of people. Totally demonized. And then said, I promise to keep these, basically, these animals away from you. Right? They, they send their rape. If that's not racist, I don't know what is. Yeah. And yeah, bro. If they, if they vote for him Overwhelming bro, these Racism these just isn't in the in the world It's in the church We go to I, I, I guarantee you There are people That we know Who are racist Dang So it's not just out there Forget the world It's inside the church Because 81% of our White brothers yep. and sisters Voted for Voted for a man That basically said These are the worst Types of people
1: yeah, and you know, even um, go, even going back to what Jonathan, what you were saying too as well, that that's a conversation I have personally heard play out in my own family as well. It, you know, when when we have our little gatherings, whenever I meet with my mom's side of the family, because my mom is 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 half white, she's half Mexican, but in 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 I hear conversations just like I said, how how when when there's more. Um, Latinos or, or, or blacks coming into the school, the whites feel like they need to leave, right? Because they feel like, you know, they, they feel endangered in a way. And I have heard that played out in my family because they live in LBC. They live in, in Long Beach, right? And so I remember hearing that conversation played out. Well, I, I think we're going to switch our son to go to this high school instead yeah. because it's safer. Yeah. And, 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 and one of the reasons that she used was saying, because here there's there's more there's more blacks and i don't want them to become a thug i want them to go to this school so that they could get good grades and in my head i was like i was like man like 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 i I knew to a level that there might be a little racism in 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 that part of my family but just to hear that i was just like bro in my in my own in my own self and and this was a couple years ago and i was like oh man like like I'm actually hearing it, like right here in my own family. And I was like, yeah. "Yep, bro, that that, that plays and, and, out." And, and,
2: and even with our, like, with our own, like, raza, like we say, yeah. you know, with our own raza. Like, bro, I'm not gonna tell you who said it, but I, I had a recent conversation that it went exactly the same with somebody in my own family, raza, right? That was, was talking about us. Was talking mm-hmm. to me like I don't want to put my daughter here because there is a lot of raza there. Because yeah. our because somehow she in the suburbs where the white people are, there is no danger. But because mom, I was gonna say it, <laughs> but my my family member lives in a predominantly Hispanic Latino neighborhood mm-hmm. and doesn't want to put a, their kid in there. Like somehow there there's danger because raza's there but in the suburbs where the white people live there's no danger like we do that to ourselves bro there's racism in like ourselves like like in in our families you know it isn't even just black and black and white but it is like we have our own we have the same ideas about our own people
1: and you know what i feel like that's something that 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 we have all been washed by in that sense that that we have to be closer to a white community to be safer Okay. And, and and you know what a lot of times it, it's just something that, that we have subconsciously adopted in a way that that's that's the way we need to go in order to to get the good grades or to get that that um that, that just that, that safety net I guess
3: hey, you know what let's, can, I, can I can I keep it real
1: keep it real the whole episode bro <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> it's,
3: okay it's funny it's funny that that's what we feel like because mm-hmm. let's be honest what ethnic group has been historically the most dangerous and have caused the most death in this nation from <laughs> its inception. I wish I
0: and you. Yeah. Oh, well, let's keep it real. It's, it's been the white people that have had the most history of violence. Yeah. Wiping the out... Most wiping out genocide, bro. Wiping out whole entire ethnic groups. Bro, giving Native Americans mm. smallpox blankets to mm. kill
3: them. they African Americans. You know what I mean? They want to build walls. And it's like, Hold on have y'all looked into the collective mirror like you guys are the mass. as someone said on fox news y'all are the master illegal immigrants
1: oh i think mm. i've seen that clip too
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. you are the master legal immigrants like they were like oh no like, legal immigration but that's how you got here yeah, so you got to do yeah. and they oh, drove you out everyone here. Built a wall into your ancestors' land. You yo. like, yes. historical. They should have built a wall and passed laws against y'all.
2: Yeah,
3: because yeah. you I, and and this is not me trying to demonize our white brothers and sisters. This, this mm-hmm. is me just keeping it historically real. Yeah, and saying historically speaking, it's been white Americans that have been the most dangerous to themselves and to other ethnic groups. It's funny, after 9-11, we all got afraid of Al-Qaeda uh-huh. and Middle Eastern men, right? Even though it's only 19 people that did that. 19 Middle Eastern men, right? Arab men. But all of a sudden, we're all afraid. We're afraid of you know our Latino brothers and our Black brothers. And it's like, but historically speaking, who's, who's been the most violent? Like,
2: who's killed the most people? Who's walked into churches
3: and have shot them up? Mm. Like Charleston in 2015, Uh it ain't my Latino uh, fellow Black and like Native American brother. So all I'm saying is, let's look at this thing historically and go from there. Because there's enough blame to go around when it comes to crime. It's in every community, not just the Latino and Black community. It's in the white community as well.
2: This country
3: was founded on violence. And let's be honest, it was founded on riots. Boston Tea Party. Uh, they it. I know. The, the American <laughs> Revolution was one of the biggest riots of all time. So please don't... He- oh, look at those dozen animals. You mean like... You mean like America's forefathers? <laughs> yeah. The same people who did this... Oh, oh, so wait. You cool and white people riot? Mm, but when it's people of color... I see what it is You just don't
2: like people of color Doing the same thing y'all did you. <laughs> hey, but, bro, and you see that hey, You yeah. see that same thing Like Just like back Kind of back to back uh, Like with Like I'm sure In your guys' city You guys experienced the same thing But like when When all those white people Like went out and protested Like them getting haircuts And opening businesses up <laughs> And like Like bro I don't know. These dudes weren't even wearing, like, masks. Nothing. They were just like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever, you know? <laughs> look, look. What, what, is white, what, is, what is white privilege? Going into a, a, a Capitol
3: building with guns. young and police faces. And they sit there. Mm. Then he, what? A, a young boy with a toy gun. Toy V. Tamir Rice. Yeah. Or someone with skills or you see whatever, and they're, they're killed. They're unarmed and they're killed because I feared for my life. But you don't fear for your life when white men with guns are screaming in your face. But when a black man or black woman who are un- is unarmed, you fear for your life. Why? It goes back to things like the birth of a nation, mm-hmm. which showed the stereotype and it planted that seed of these are dangerous animals that are going to harm you. So therefore I feared for my life. Same thing with the Rodney King, right? Mm-hmm. I kept beating him, why? Because I feared for my life, but he was on the ground, but I feared for my life
0: yeah i mean all this stuff is real as hard as it is to for some people to hear it that don't look at uh things this way because in their experience they've never experienced it so it doesn't exist that's kind of like the way things go right like um i've never experienced racism i've never gone through these things therefore my conclusion is it doesn't exist um if it doesn't happen to you praise lord but you know what it exists it's real uh there's, there's plenty of people like us have gone through these things have experienced these things and now i have to pass it on to my children uh to tell them hey you know amigo you're you're a brown person uh as you get older you're gonna experience some of these things so now down to the point now we gotta train our children to watch out because of their color of their skin you know what i mean um which shouldn't be you know what i mean Uh, if this really was a christian nation there wouldn't be no need to explain to my child because he is brown that he's gonna face some opposition and that's that's the sad reality right there So, we're going to go ahead and uh, push pause on this conversation. It did go a little long. We're going to continue this conversation next week. Check out part two. Um, thank you guys for listening, for enduring. This is a very important conversation that needs to be continued. It did go long. So, thank you for enduring with us. Go ahead and hit us up at ReformRasaGmail.com. With any questions, comments, concerns, or rebukes, hit us up ReformRasaGmail.com or straight on the website, ReformRasa.com. Check us out on all podcast streaming platforms. Forms, Apple Spotify we're all up on there so gracias this is Reform Rasa we do this to glorify God for the edification of the saints see y'all next week peace another doggy
1: blue black monkey Dark skin nappy head always being ugly. You just another docky, you just another docky. When you hear him talking, just love them and keep walking. Pray for your brothers, the master done the brainwashed them. Say it loud phone, ignoring all of the mocking. You
3: just another docky. Huh. I used to wish I was Puerto Rican, cause that type of black was different, they had curly hair and accents, and I would be called exotic, I would lie and say I'm half something, mixed with this and that of sorts, anything to not just be a field hand descended, I knew black men that was beautiful, ex clan it taught me that much, they ain't stop the black folks, black jokes at lunch, I had Shaka Zulu, Nefertiti, common posters hanging on my wall to ease the pain of them boulders thrown them so ashamed, I got the round nose of a king, I'm from the most Culture, but that ain't do a thing for my self-image. Subjected to a standard I could never meet. Genetics don't let blue eyes ever come with black feet. And coaches say that black feet don't belong on skateboards. They should stay on reservations, mama. Where he came from. Black people self-police. You sound white when you speak. Why your hair so nappy? You was just another dog boy. why you? You just another dog mm-hmm. Looking like some burnt tongue. You just another
0: dog, boy. Now your head is so gross, You just another dark Mouths got them so cool You're just another dog, yeah Some people still blind You're just another dog Hating on their own guys You're just another dog, Put your fist in the sky And don't pay them no money I say you're just another dog, Man, why should I care at all,
3: yeah When you burn your own city hall, yeah And your daughter want a white dog They told me I would look better if I was lighter Get wedded on the island with the dress to match my silence Say hey, your and be quiet, it's too loud to match the culture The vultures of the media, Wikipedia wrote the posters Who you melling to, who you sellin' to Is your cerebellum belling you out Or is you gel by the mouth that told you fell into? Not be yourself, I know I believed it I know I repeated what was me sleeping, killing my dreams Maybe if I was thicker, my skin wouldn't make a scene Such a protagonist, activist for a matter King. They treat them like the villain, yet they the one with massive schemes Living like immigrants, yet they the one with massive things Who's the slave? Who's the one to blame for the nappiness? The average is love over hate is the fraction with the happiest Mathematicians adding the blackness, African applicants The night embedded, I don't regret it, the blackest Better skin live
0: no. you're yeah. just another doctor yeah. Looking yeah. like some burnt uh, you're just another talking Never boy Never hit it so uh, good. you're just another doggy boy I'm so cool You're just another dog Some people still blind You're just another dog Hating on their own guy You're just another dog Put your fist in the sky Why should I care at all,
3: yeah When you burn your own city hall, yeah And your daughter want a white dog.